0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We're now about halfway through our flight from Hong Kong to Limerick, and I just thought I'd let you know that I am bored. Bored, 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 bored. (laughs) We are unbelievably still flying over Russia which continues to be stupidly big really enormous far bigger than necessary we've been in the air now for about a week and it doesn't look like we'll be landing until the last syllable of recorded time so if anyone on board knows any card tricks ghost stories or would like to have some sex please do make your way to the flight deck Thank you. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I do, I do profoundly apologise for my first officer and his badly misjudged attempt at humour. I do hope you weren't distressed by his outburst. And, and let me just say, in his defence, that up here in the flight deck, it is unbelievably boring. <laughs> so boring. So very, 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 very boring. Boring! in Pressure by John Finnamore, starring Stephanie Cole as Carolyn, Roger Allen as Douglas, Benedict Cumberbatch as Martin, and John Finnamore as Arthur. This week, Limerick. Why does <laughs> <sighs> Tipperary always get the blame for it being a long way to, it's an even longer way to Limerick? Only by about 30 miles. Mm, Don't suppose they sing about it much there, then? What? Where? It's a long way to Tipperary in Limerick. Well, they probably have their own version. (laughs) It's a short way to Tipperary. I'm just popping up there now, actually. (laughs) Can I get you anything? They're certainly both a hell of a long way from Hong Kong. That's true. And all just for this. You'd think they could pop it in the post, wouldn't you? Well, it's time-sensitive, of course, And the chap was telling me it's more valuable ounce for ounce than gold. Hmm? Rhymes for flight. Uh, Bite, fight, night, right. Ah, yes. Here's one. (coughs) Ladies and gentlemen, we're just flying over Gloucestershire now. You may be able to make out a town below, though it's quite hard to identify through the cloud cover. Or, as they say in limerick, we hope you're enjoying the flight... On your left, we're just coming in sight of Swindon or Stroud, all covered in cloud. And it's much the same thing on the right. <laughs> Davina McCall. Yes, fair enough, you can have that.
1: Hi, Caps. Uh, nice one, Douglas. Um, but just to settle an argument,
2: though... It's not an argument, it's you being
1: wrong. Just to settle a me being wrong, are we really over Swindon and Stroud?
0: No, Arthur, not for hours yet.
2: Told you clot.
0: Wishful thinking, I'm afraid. And I felt Swindon and Stroud might be easier to rhyme than Maisky and Vishni Volochek. Oh right. Mijn Molomek.
1: Gizny Golokek. Vishni Yes, I see what you mean. Vishni <laughs> Volok.
0: Yes, maybe we could leave you to go through the rest of the alphabet off the intercom. Okay. Oh, before I go, though, uh, what's the
1: time? Where's your watch? It's broken. I was trying to find out the difference between splash-proof and
0: waterproof. (laughs) Well, Arthur, the time is just coming up to 9.16. Now, yes, or to be a little more precise, 6.33. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. No, it... Damn, it's done it again. You see, Arthur, you and Martin have something in common. Brilliant! It's that both of your watches are broken. No, it isn't. It's just bedding in.
2: Arthur! Arthur, it's an intercom, not a chat line. You're supposed to be putting the dinner on.
1: Oh, right. Sorry, Mum.
0: Just because you can't bear to admit that I picked up a genuine Patek Philippe for almost nothing. In Hong Kong. (laughs) Look, I'm not stupid. I realize most of the watches in shops like that are fakes, and that's why I went for this one. This this was the one he didn't want to show me. Oh yes. Yes, you see, at first he got out his standard tourist trap tray of Rulexes and Obigers, and I just said to him, Look, I, I'm not a tourist. I'm an airline pilot. You should have told him you were a captain. I did, actually. Imagine my surprise. <laughs> No, but I was too clever for him. I spotted this one right at the back of the high shelf, and he said, oh, I was hoping you would not see that. Did he? Gosh. So, uh, just clarify for me, why did he have it in his shop? What? Why did he put something that he hoped he wouldn't have to sell in his shop? (laughs) Why not put it, I don't know, under his bed? (laughs) Is it like a forfeit system he set up for himself?
2: Good morning, drivers. Oh, isn't that a lovely sunset? No, no it's, it's not. not. Oh, all right. Now, Douglas, give me a bing bong.
0: Oh, but Carolyn, this is all so sudden.
2: Oh ho ho. <laughs> Funny pilot, bing bong, please. <whistles> Ladies and gentlemen, the captain has now illuminated the seatbelt sign. So please ensure your hand baggage and duty free are safely stowed. Your tray tables are folded away, and your seat is returned to the upright position. Or, as they say in Limerick, the captain has turned on the signs, so stow away bags of all kinds. Then make sure your tray is folded away and your seat back no longer reclines.
0: Yes. Do I take it you're as bored back there as we are up here?
2: 14 hours with a broken DVD player No passengers to tease And the ever-present fear that I'll weaken and let Arthur play charade No! You must
0: be strong (laughs) That might well make the boredom levels actually fatal I know
2: Well, haven't you two got a game going or something?
0: We just started one, actually Agatha Christie Yes, true Russell Crowe Good one Well, what is it? It's people who aren't evil but have evil-sounding names. (laughs) Like Russell
2: Crowe. What's wrong with Russell Crowe?
0: Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe.
2: No, 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 no. Russell Crowe, here to save the day.
0: Mark me well. (laughs) Soon you will rue the day you dared to cross. Russell (laughs) Crowe.
2: Oh, all right then, yes.
0: So far Douglas has got him, and I've got Agatha Christie and Davina McCall. Because obviously
2: it has to be a competition.
0: Of course. It's who can get most in half an hour, ending at seven. As measured by Martin's watch, which adds a pleasingly random element. No, it
2: doesn't. (laughs) Evil in war.
1: Not bad. Coffee chaps. Wow, brilliant sunset. No, it's not. Oh, okay. Rubbish sunset. Arthur M. What? Oh, uh Mountain. Moccasin. Magma.
2: What's this now?
0: Arthur's trying to learn the phonetic alphabet. He favours the spot check method of revision. <laughs> None of the above, Arthur, no. Uh
1: molecule. Mongoose. Mosquito. Shorter. Mosque. It's a name. Magnamara. Mitchinson. Moon.
0: A first name.
1: Uh Martin. Uh, Maggie. Millie. Molly. Mandy. Matthew. Michael. Nearly. Shorter. Mickey. Mick. Meh. M. Me.
0: No, Arthur, the phonetic alphabet version of the letter M is not M. It's Mike. Oh, I was close then. In comparison to Molecule or Millie Monty Mandy,
1: yes. <laughs> Brilliant. Anyway, like I say, coffee. Careful, don't put it on that. Sorry, sorry. Why, what's that? That is the cargo, the whole reason we're here. Wow, that box. That's all. What's in it? It's it gas. Oh,
2: great. This could take a while.
0: If there's one thing we've got, it's a while. (laughs) Go on, Arthur. 20 questions. Yes, brilliant. 20 questions. Or charades. No. 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 I've got a really good one. Oh, all right. Um, Is it a diamond? No, 19. Is it... A ruby? No, 18. You might want to start with more general questions, Arthur. Okay, um, animal, vegetable, or mineral? Animal,
1: 17. Right. Is it bigger than a sheep?
2: Look at the size of the box.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Is it bigger than the box?
0: Is it bigger than the box it's in? No, it's not. 15. Is it alive? Ah! Interesting. Debatable. Fourteen. Really? Debatable? Wouldn't you say? Oh,
2: uh, yeah. I, I suppose so, yes. Is it valuable? No, of course not. A client just chartered a plane and two pilots to fly a packet of crisps halfway around the world. <laughs> Arthur, you remember when I told you to put the dinner on? Yeah. Did you, in fact, do that?
1: No. Now, now I think about it, I got mixed up and made coffee.
2: Then perhaps you could have another crack at it now. Righto, what are we having? Admiral's pie. Okay. Is that the same as the fisherman's pie? No, it's not. The admiral and the fisherman favour entirely different pies.
1: Righto. How long does it get in the micro? Three minutes, one minute, three minutes. Okay.
0: I don't know when I've looked forward to a meal more.
2: Oh, be quiet. (laughs) Is the sun not getting any lower?
0: No, it's not just you. Because we're flying west into a sunset near the Arctic Circle. And every time it just dips behind the horizon, ATC make us climb a thousand feet and up it pops again, like God's own fiery yo-yo. <laughs>
1: Sorry, Mum, did you say one minute, three minute, one minute? Oh, for goodness sake! No, of course not! What cooks for one minute and stands for three? It's three, one, three. Oh, right. Okay, actually, that's easy to remember because I'll just think of 433 Squadron. I only remember to swap the first two numbers and take three off the middle one.
2: (laughs) Are you insane? That's the stupidest way to remember anything I've ever
0: heard. Well, so it's not 433 Squadron, it's 633 Squadron.
1: Oh, yeah, thanks, Skipper. So first, I've got to add two to the squadron I think
2: it is, to get the real squadron, and then swap... No, don't do any of that. Just remember it. Just use your brain and remember the three numbers. Yes, sorry. Three, three... No! Oh, come with me.
0: (laughs) So, how's Helena? What do you mean? What are you getting at? I'm asking after the health of your wife. Oh, yes. As preparation for a crack about her thinking... What she thinks? No, as a way of finding out how she is. She's fine. Good. Why are you suddenly so... I'm not suddenly anything. Anyway, how's your... My what? I don't know. There must be someone by now, no? No. Still no. Oh, Martin. You're a young, single airline captain. How difficult can it be? Really, really difficult. (laughs) Well, what about cabin crew? Mm, Well, for two very different reasons, I'm afraid... Neither Arthur nor Carolyn quite float my boat. (laughs) Not our cabin crew. Everybody else's. All those gorgeous stewardesses down route. Actually, I think the whole hosties are easy thing is a bit of a sexist male fantasy. No, it's not. Uh, Right. You pull stewardesses all the time, then, do you? Certainly not. I'm a happily married man. Yes, right. But you have done... More than you can possibly imagine. (laughs) Well, that's not true for a start. I can imagine a thousand stewardesses. And your point is... Chats, two quick things. Jay. What? Oh, uh, Justin, Jeffrey, Jilly, Jenny, Georgina. It's one half of a famous pair of lovers. June. If you can imagine such a thing, a pair of lovers even more famous than Terry and June. (laughs) (laughs) Romeo and... Jomeo.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Julio. Juliet! Yes! Yes! I got that quite quickly, didn't I? (laughs) Quite quickly. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Now, yeah, two things. Uh, Firstly, Douglas, what was that place again? What place? The one we were over? The one you said I couldn't rhyme?
0: Oh, uh, Volochek. Yeah.
1: Well, I thought, what if you had a musical instrument, right, and you wanted to make sure there weren't any sea creatures on it? Yes. You'd do a fish-free
0: oboe check? (laughs)
2: Yes.
0: (laughs) Not bad. Not good, though.
1: Is it human? What? The thing in the box. Is it human, like a part of the body? Oh, no. Twelve. Right. So it's animal, not human, valuable, smaller than the box it's in, and may or may not be alive.
0: Like Schrodinger's cat.
1: Is it a Schrodinger's cat?
0: No. Eleven. Is it an animal? No. Ten.
1: A plant? No. Nine. But it might be alive. Yes. Eight? Is it magic?
2: <laughs> Arthur, why is there a half-cooked admiral's pie congealing in the
1: microwave? Oh, I forgot about it. It was just having its little rest in the middle, because otherwise it goes all bubbly at the edges and you
2: have yes, to... Yes, thank you, Heston Blumenthal. Just sort it out. Righto.
0: Heston Blumenthal.
2: Yes, you know the chef.
0: Yes, I know. I meant Heston Blumenthal. <laughs>
2: Of course, damn. But well, that was mine. Finders keepers. Uh, all right. Ah, Callista Flockhart. Yes, very good. No, no, I don't think so. What do you mean? Tremble, puny mortals, for I am she who is known as Callista Flockhart.
0: Well, you can do any name in the voice, but there's nothing wrong with it. It's uh, well. Callista is from the Latin for beautiful. And flock heart, what could be nicer than a flock of hearts?
2: Callista suggesting calluses and blisters. Flock suggesting flog, pluck and pick. Callista flock heart, the calloused, blistered one who comes to flog and pluck your heart.
0: Nonsense. Just because she reminds you of one of your old girlfriends. Well, not so much reminds me. Honestly. I don't believe it. <laughs> Speaking of which, Martin, have you thought about internet dating? Douglas! What? There's no stigma to it these days. Douglas Carolyn's here. Oh, we're all friends here. You should try it. Well, I had a look at a site once, but you have to go on and on about your hobbies and outside interests and, you know... Yes, not your strong suit. (laughs) Anyway, I don't want all the weight of expectation. I just want to find a nice, natural, low-stakes way to meet people
2: find walking the dog works rather well. Oh, hello. I've finally found the flight deck mute button, have I? (laughs) Any particular reason it should be so surprising that I might be interested in meeting someone too?
0: No, 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 of course not. not.
2: Well then, as I say, I can wholly recommend having a dog around. Anyone with a dog is allowed to talk to anyone else with a dog. It's like a a secret loophole for allowing the English to talk to strangers. (laughs) What I don't so much recommend is having your 29-year-old son living at home with you. It's a biggish house, of course, and he has his own part of it, but even so, a house containing Arthur is very difficult to mistake for an empty house. (laughs) None of this is any business of yours, miserable underlings.
0: No, it was wrong of us to ask.
2: Yes, well, things to do.
0: Well, well. Arthur. F. Oh, Fox. Nearly. Uh, Foxes. Fox something. Fox what? Fox what?
1: Fox hat. Fox head. Fox clock. Fox face. Fox fox. No, not fox box. It's a type of dance.
0: Tango! <laughs> no, the phonetic alphabet for F is not tango. Foxtrot. Oh, I nearly
1: said that. I got the fox bit. Well done. Anyway, I just popped in to ask, is it man-made? What? The thing in the box. Is it made by a man? Oh, no. Is it made by an animal? You see, that's a really stupid question that you just happen to have got lucky with, yes. Brilliant! How many have I got left? Don't know, about ten. OK. Is it made
0: by bees? No. Nine. Worms? No. Eight. Dogs? No. Seven. Tigers? No. Six. Are you sure this is the line of questioning you want to pursue? Yes. Bears? No. Five. <laughs> horses? No. Uh, Martin? Oh, yes. It is made by horses. Brilliant. Now then,
1: what do horses make? <laughs>
0: I... Yeah, sorry. Excuse me, gents. Douglas, look! At last! The sun's almost gone again. Oh, yes, there it goes. Come on, you big red sod set. Damn you. There it goes. Come on, come on. you what? Descending 50 feet. And gone. That's better. Oh, isn't it lovely and dark? Mmm. The sun has taken his hat off. Hip, 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 hooray. He's taken off his hat at last and gone a bloody way. Should I put the lights on? No. Let's keep the flight deck dark for a while. Like a fighter plane. Yeah. You know, for what it's worth, I think you should give one of those dating sites a go. You can always make up a hobby. Yeah, but even if I did meet someone, where would I take them? They'd expect an airline captain to be able to whine and dine them, and I'm always broke, because, well, you know why. You don't have to tell them you're an airline captain. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Does Carolyn really not pay you anything? No, nothing. So, how do you get by? I have another job. That I fit in around the trips. Yes. <sighs> I am a man. Yes, all right, Martin. You're not in an Arthur Miller play. Let me finish. I am a man with a van. Ah. People call me up and I go around in my van and move their stuff for them. I see. Where did you get a van? When my dad died, he left me his van. That's nice, isn't it? Well, he didn't leave me any money. I mean, I didn't want his money, but he didn't leave me any. Simon and Caitlin got five grand each, but I didn't. I suppose because he thought I'd spend it on trying to become a pilot. Waste it on trying to become a pilot because I had spent thousands by then. So instead he left me his van and his toolkits and his sodding multimeter. I mean, he didn't leave a note in the glove compartment saying, for God's sake, son, give it up and become an electrician. But he might as well have done. And then four months after he died, I got my first job as a pilot. I mean, it was a rubbish job, but four months... And then I got this job, and I was a captain, but not making money. I went back to the van. That's why I don't have any hobbies. My job is humping boxes into my dad's old van. That's what I'm paid to do. This, this is my hobby. And it's, it's not your fault, but it doesn't help that I sit next to you with your perfect life and your happy marriage and your salary and, the, well, frankly, in any figures at all. It doesn't help. Not a perfect life, perhaps. After all, I'm sitting next to you. Oh, thank you. Thank you for those few kind words of sympathy. I didn't mean it like that. I just meant I'm not at Air England anymore. I'm here. And you know some things about my life. You know about Helena thinking I'm the captain. Yes. Why did you tell her that? I didn't tell her. She just assumed I was. People tend to do that. Don't know if you've noticed. Yes, I have. And I just failed to correct her. Well, for what it's worth, I really think you ought to tell her. I mean, she loves you. She's not going to care, you know, whether you're a captain or not. Yes, I have told her now, actually. Oh, right. Yes, quite soon after you came over that day. Right, and how did she take it? Really well. Very well. You were quite right. She didn't mind at all. Not at all. She was glad I told her. Right. Great. Oh, that's wonderful. God, I thought from the way you were saying it, she'd hit the roof. No. Good. Very calm. And wasn't I right? Don't you feel it's a huge weight off your back? Yes and no. And no? What she actually said was she was pleased I'd told her my secret because it made it easier for her to tell me hers. Hers was the more conventional sort. If I had to criticise, I must say, it lacked the verve and originality of mine. I mean, darling, I've been lying to you about the precise rank I hold in a small charter airline. I flatter myself that's not a confession often made. (laughs) Darling, I've been having an affair with my Tai Chi teacher... Bit more run of the mill. Oh. I mean, fair enough. Points for Tai Chi teacher rather than tennis coach or dancing instructor. (laughs) But basically, familiar territory. Oh. Mm. Hmm. So sorry. Thank you. Oh, God, if only I hadn't come round that night. Oh, no, don't be silly. You didn't tell her after all. No, I I don't blame you. I blame the Chinese. What for? Tai Chi. I think that was the Japanese. I bet you a fiver it was the Chinese. You're on.
2: Gentlemen, uh, why are you lurking in the dark? Do you not have 50p for the meter?
0: Oh! That's better. Yes, you've just temporarily blinded both your pilots, but, hey, what harm could that do?
2: Oh, don't fuss. We bring many gifts to cheer you, such as, Arthur, dinner. Here we go, chaps. Good
0: God. Is this the famous Admiral's pie? Yep. The admiral's not a fussy eater, is he? Well,
2: really, you have to bear in mind that Idiot Features here has been reheating it and forgetting about it by turns for the last half hour.
0: <laughs> I think I'll stick to the sandwiches we picked up at the airport, unendorsed by senior naval personnel, though they are. Yeah,
2: me too. <laughs> a more pie for me. So be it, but, gentlemen... We bring food for the soul, not just the body. I now present Mr. Arthur Shapping with the story of a famous Scottish actor who went for a solitary hike in Russia, got caught in the rain, and regretted not having packed with more care. Or, as they say in Limerick, Sean Connery,
1: in Volochek, in the rain, on a drizzly solo trek, said, Forgetting my sweater has made me much wetter. I certainly do mish my polo neck.
0: Well, Arthur, that was, uh, that was, that was just, I mean, wasn't it, Douglas? It certainly was, and more. All your own work? Well, Mum helped a bit with the, uh, writing of it.
1: <laughs> mm. Oh, the thing in the box. Was it made by a lot of horses, or just one? Just one. Three? One three? No, one horse, three questions left. Was it a famous horse? I suppose so, yes. Two? Is he famous for the things he makes?
0: Well, (laughs) sort of, but not in the way you're thinking. He's not a famous horse potter. (laughs) One. Last
2: question. Right. He's famous for making other horses. Wow. And now, of course, you're thinking of a horse Frankenstein, aren't you? Yeah. (laughs) That's my boy. No. He makes Horses, in the usual way, horses make other horses. Oh. The penny drops. Is it the thing in the box? Is Ah. It... Uh.
1: That's right. Oh, oh, no. Oh, that's put me right off my pie.
0: Still, it's probably good for our souls. I mean, if we're ever in danger of becoming dazzled by the sheer glamour of this job, we can always reflect that the four of us once spent three days travelling halfway round the world and back as couriers of a bottle of horse... Thank
2: you, Douglas. <laughs> that will more than do. But, Arthur, B. Oh, big, bag, bog,
1: Bob bush, ball, bag, bug, bag, bag, bag... It is not <laughs> bad. Two syllables. Balloon, baboon, bassoon, bubble, babble, bag, 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 bag that! No, it's something you say at the end of a play. Bye bye! No!
2: What do you say to the
0: actors? Boo, no. <laughs> like encore. encore
2: <laughs>
1: Bravo! Oh, yes, I knew that. <laughs> You really, really didn't. Another. No. Go on, please. Just one more. One last one. All right. Um, G. Golf. Yes,
0: that's right. <laughs> well, obviously, you know, some of them. What's the time? It is precisely one minute to seven. Or, in fact... Oh. No, it is one minute seven. Of course it is, because this, loath though
2: you are to admit it, is a genuine Patek Philippe. So, who won the evil name game?
0: Oh, it's to all, I think, if I let you have Callista Flockhart. Oh, there must be another one. Uh, 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 how much time have I got? What does your watch say? I just told you... Oh, Patek Philippe, that's an evil name, is it? Patek Philippe. <laughs> Well, he's certainly not a goodie. Not sure he's the supervillain, though. Maybe his henchman. Rolex. That's the villain's pet robot. Omega.
2: That is doomsday device. Tag
0: Heuer. And there he is. (laughs) Martin wins.
2: Yes, I win. Who's that?
0: That, I believe, is the sound seven o'clock makes on a genuine Patek Philippe. So, are we
2: nearly there now?
0: Nope. Five hours still to go.
2: What are we going to do now?
1: I've got an idea. And it's a really good one. Oh, all right. Brilliant. Here goes.
0: It's a film. One word. Airplane. How did you know? <laughs> that was Cabin Pressure by John Finnemore. It stars Stephanie Cole as Carolyn, Roger Allen as Douglas, Benedict Cumberbatch as Martin, and John Finnemore as Arthur. The producer was David Tyler, and the programme was a positive production for the BBC. <laughs>